Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student-athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock fans, welcome to another episode with Raul Luscano, my right-hand man, George Martinez. What's going on, George? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I cannot complain. I am pumped. Yeah, man. Another podcast. Let's do it. Absolutely. Hey, we got a lot of lot, a lot of uh, things to talk about on today's show. Excuse me for fumbling in the mouth here. It's, it's November 13th. It's Friday the 13th, which typically oh would scare me, but it's 2020, so nothing really scares me anymore. <laughs> so, But we got a lot to talk about, man. We got the NBA talking about. We got Westbrook and Harden breaking up. That's a oh, sad divorce going twice. Second time divorce. We got trades in the NBA, things we want to talk about with there. Uh, we also have college football, man. A lot of things happening. Clemson getting knocked off by Notre Dame. Playoff predictions. Is it the end for Harbaugh in Michigan? We got to find this stuff out, man. In the NFL, we got to talk about Georgia's Bucks and for taking a heavy loss from the Saints. Uh, that wasn't pretty to watch, man, whatsoever. <laughs> Des Bryant is signed by the Ravens, so he's back active again. We also have our pickums, and we're also going to do fantasy football. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. You know you want to. It's on the clock. I love that song. It's a great song. It's, what? I love it. You know how hard it is not to dance right now? It's That's amazing. It, man. It's Come and get your love, buddy. The 13th? Friday the 13th? It is, man. And and I, like I said earlier, like I, I would be nervous, but it's 2020. Like, what do we, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be okay. Well, I think that's what 2020 wants you to think. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, Maybe. oh, you think you've seen everything. Yeah, everything's calm because Biden won, huh? Well, no, sir. I have a November the 13th freaking uh, Friday the 13th surprise for you, which I hope, I don't know. I hope everything's good, man. You excited about tonight, man? I'm excited tonight, man. We got we had a nice little high school, our high school playoff season starts. It is, man. Tonight. Yeah, man. This is gonna be gotta, it's gonna be epic, man. Yeah, man. We got we got the TikTok boys coming over today <laughs> from the other coast. I had to say it. The TikTok boys. You're right. And the fans, you guys don't know over. who that is. That's that's Bayside High School coming from Brevard County. They're gonna play our, our Jefferson Dragons tonight, 730 at Jefferson High School. You guys gotta come come watch the show, man. But yeah, they're they're little TikTok guys, man. They they do TikToks. They're yeah, they do. They do a lot yeah. of those, man. So Hopefully, spend some time practicing. I don't know with the storm. Hopefully, Dude, the just storm's flip the coins. Way. It'd be great if they're like, "Hey, who's your fastest guy? Who's our fastest guy? We'll race a hundred yards. <laughs> we win, freaking. We move on. What do you think? Uh, I take that bet. Oh, I would take it nine times out of ten. I know. I know exactly who's going. Yeah, I'm going. I know exactly who's going out there. <laughs> we got like five of them that can go out there. Oh my god! What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's going to be good. I mean, and for anybody that doesn't know, you know, I, I, I went to Palm Bay High School in Brevard County, played against Bayside for four years. It's a rival. It is a little bit of a rivalry. You know, um, they beat my old high school recently, um, which still stings. For the first time in history. Yeah. F- forever. I saw. Yeah. First time in history they beat. Yeah. yeah. 
So standards are really low over there right now. So, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, man, they're gonna come over here. I think it's gonna be a good game. Uh, they're not driving three hours for nothing. So it, it should be fun. If you guys got time, you come out and watch it, man. How's the family, man? How's how's the kids, wife? It was going on? good. You know, wife knows it's playoff week. Mm. So you know, so she's left you alone. Knows. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever I need to get done. That's that's what it is. Right. Kids know it's playoff week. Yeah, don't so mess with that. They know, yeah, leave dad alone. He's, he's in the lab. He's been working <laughs> extra hours this week. So <laughs> they just but, leave uh, food yeah. at the door while you watch film. That's, that's, it. that's it. Yeah, they, they knock. They knock three times. Right. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that episode? You you seen Big Bang Theory? Yeah, absolutely. So, so my daughter goes knock 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 daddy knock 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 daddy knock 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 daddy <laughs> and then she leaves and the yeah. food's there oh, with the beer she's a good girl <laughs> so i girl. love my daughter that's good that's great that's that's how it should be <laughs> yeah man so, how about you man how's your week man i know i know you got a full full household this week huh? yeah man i got some of our jefferson dragons over here and and it's been fun don't get me wrong i love when when we can bond camaraderie okay the only thing i don't <laughs> like is totally what? underestimated the food <laughs> The food aspect of, of grocery shop. I even bought more groceries anticipating that they're going to be here. There's going to be a storm. Let me just go overboard and buy some stuff that I normally don't even buy, but I want to have it here just in case. You know what I mean? They have ransacked through all that. <laughs> That's $307 worth of groceries. Two. This is just, two, these are just two high school kids. Now, mind you, I have a 19-year-old son. I have a 13-year-old son. I have a ten year old son. Yeah. So I got I, that's and then, five boys. Yeah. And then that's you, five boys. Then you got yourself. Yeah. You're a grown you're, Cle- and you're a grown man. Clearly, clearly you've seen I've put on weight. So that means I want to eat too. You know what I mean? I'm not eating scraps over here. George, I made a three pound, four maybe ten pound pasta. Like this chicken Alfredo pasta. There is nothing left in this freaking pot, man. They had to be Did putting it in their pockets. Did Th- you eat? I ate one plate. I had That's one it. plate last night, one freaking plate. Not to mention earlier that morning, these guys got like a four course breakfast meal. <laughs> by the way, they had sausage wife, and eggs. Oh my god, them up. hooked them completely up. I don't, I don't even get that. I get the freaking, you know what I mean? There's pop tarts, freaking yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. These guys, full course meal. They went back to sleep because it was so good. <laughs> Did they wake up? Ate the chicken Alfredo. I ate the chicken Alfredo. Oh, yeah. Living so, good. They are. They're living good. I mean, I, I love. I complain, man. but I I love them, man. They're they're good kids, and um, they can eat it whatever they want, as long as they don't mess with my portion. Just <laughs> let me eat something. Uh, but other than that, I'm good, man. I'm definitely good. I want to talk to you about college, though, man. Speaking of somebody who's not eating well, somebody's not doing as good, uh, who's on the cuff, and me and you have talked about this, which I would love yeah. to know Brian's opinion is Michigan. I don't think. I don't think Harbaugh is going to be eating very much in Michigan. No. no. What are some of the problems that they're having over there that they just can't seem to fix? Because remember, this is the guy that they brought in to say, hey, fix the program. Basically, not even fix the program. Get us to beat Ohio State. That's all they're really looking for. And they just can't do it. You know, and that's one of the things, too, where, you know, you've reached your peak. And I think Harbaugh has reached his peak with Michigan. And I think now you're starting to see a little bit of a decline because they're not recruiting as well as they need to be to get the guys they need to get in order to beat a team like Ohio State. That's very true. Uh, 
and and and, it, and it's hurting them. And, and you know, at this point or another, I don't think Harbaugh can take them any further than they've gone. And you think if the so recruits is that big of like I know recruits are a big deal, but why can't he get those deal, recruits? I, I think coaching matters. Yeah, it does. And I think right now you're starting to see a little bit of a decline. You got Indiana that upset them yeah. over over the weekend. You had Michigan State beat them. I mean, and they haven't even played Ohio State yet. I know. I know. And that's supposed to be a rivalry, but the way Ohio State's going to be a blowout. Two, it's going to be a blowout, man. This isn't even going to be fair. How long how longer do you think Harbaugh has? You think he's got another year or two? No, I think he's done after this year. He may not make it to the end. You think he lose Ohio State? They, they fire him. He's then. over. Yeah. The next day. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Ah, man, you know, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. This is the guy that they brought in that, th- that they really thought was going to beat Ohio State. He's going to be able to bring in five-star recruits. It's not happening. You know what I mean? Clemson and Alabama still proved to be, or in Georgia, still proved to be like the number one recruiting schools in college football, man. You know what I mean? These guys are taking up all the talent. I don't know how you get a kid to go to Michigan if they don't already live in Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, it's, how do you get a Florida kid to go to Michigan? How do you right. get a California kid to come over there? Like, that's how do you convince them to, to play where, where, you know, at Michigan? You know what I mean? That's, that's the problem. Yeah, it, it used to be the biggest draw, right? And, and I think each year that goes on, that draw becomes smaller, which is why you're seeing the issues you're seeing today. Yeah. Is, you know, early on was, oh, you're getting coached by NFL coach. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. and that's the buzz, that's right? Yeah, that's a selling you. ticket. Right. Yeah, that's a selling ticket when you're sitting at the table with the parents. Is hey, your son is being coached by a former NFL coach. Oh yeah, well my son going there now. Right. Four or five years later, that doesn't hold as much weight anymore because now you've been here for a little bit. Yeah, and you haven't done a whole lot. Yeah, big difference from the so NFL. Now, it's a big, big difference. And oh, well, you used to be a former like five years ago, coach. Yeah, he used to be up there in the big leagues a long time ago. He got demoted. <laughs> he's got to right. do some and illegal recruiting is what he's got to do. I hate to say it. And I, and I think a lot of kids nowadays don't even know who he is. Oh, I agree with that. That's just a name in dad's book somewhere. That's all. Because same thing's happening at FSU. Same thing's going on with, with Norvell. Mike no Norvell. Knows he, is. he isn't anybody. Yeah, Mike Norvell is not going to. I know what he did at, at Memphis, and, I, and you know, congratulate him for it. But, again, Memphis is an area where you can actually recruit from and be okay. They're going to have some good athletes in that area or right outside that area. You know what I mean? Michigan is one of those places where nobody wants to go. How do you, like, again, how do you get these Georgia, Texas, Louisiana, Florida? California kids going how, over how do you get them to go over there? You know what I you mean? Like, you're not, you're not going to ask some New York kid to come down there and play in Michigan. And if you do, right, he's just and a defense player. good right now. Exactly. And Norvell doesn't have a good brand either. So that's, that's going to be number two. Yeah, who, who's yeah good. and kids are leaving. Florida State left and right. I saw I saw their quarterback. Yep. Blackman has now entered the transfer portal that a receiver. Which I think all of Florida State week. clapped on that one. I think all Florida State fans, <laughs> they put a petition together because that kid can't get it together, man. They saw they saw him leave. They saw a receiver leave. Yeah. And again, you know, they're going through turning the culture over. They're going through the process of, of kind of getting Norvell guys in. And we're going to see what those guys are after this recruiting class. How long do you think Norvell has – with uh, with his time at, at FSU. Because, again, these are big programs, just like Michigan. These are big programs. They're not going to wait forever. They're not going to. They're not. Know. They're not going to wait forever. For me, it's going to depend on how they do in the games that matter. How they're going to do against Clemson. How they're going to do against Florida. How they're going to do against some of these big-time games. If they keep it close, Yeah. all right, then you got a chance. But if they get blown 
beat, you know, get get the get like the the Jags say, get the brakes beat off. Get the brakes beat off you. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's more than a year or two. And that's true too, because big time program. It's a huge program. Going from Bobby to Jimbo to him, you know, you 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 got some shoes to fill. Agree. You know? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Speaking of getting beat and and losing these football games, I, I don't know why Clemson did this to me. You know, I can't stand Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't stand this for now, man. God, and, did and, they and double overtime? Right, like who who in the God's name? Thought that these guys were, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought these guys wouldn't even have a chance to hang in there with, with freaking Clemson. And this game becomes one of the, one of the best college games of this year. Um, what are your thoughts, man? Do you, do you think Clemson just, is it because they're missing freaking? Um, it's a Trevor Lawrence effect. Think so? I think so because everyone that has Clemson on the schedule right. before the injury, before COVID, Says we don't have a chance. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, Trevor's not playing. We got a chance. Yeah. People believe they have a chance. Yeah. And and, and 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 that's what happened with Notre Dame. Notre Dame knew Trevor wasn't playing. All of a sudden, it gives you confidence. It gives you hope. And hope is all you need. I know when you keep a team along or, uh, around long enough, they start to feel like they can. You know they can beat you. You know what I mean. And don't, don't get me wrong. Brian Kelly's a good coach. I, hats off to him. I just hate the Fighting Irish because I'm a Miami fan, and and I was told you have to. And if you don't, you can't go back to Miami. <laughs> you can't go back. <laughs> I can't go back to to my hometown here. But you know they did beat him in double overtime, forty-seven forty, huge score. But how can I say this? If Clemson's allowing forty-seven points from Notre Dame, what happens when they meet the big guns? When they meet these big teams that can that can really score high high points. You know what I mean? Is Notre Dame not considered a big team? I don't know, man. You know, I, this year they definitely get a little bit of respect because they beat Clemson. But again, you beat Clemson without Trevor. But think about it. You asked Clemson to go on the road. Yeah. With a freshman yeah. quarterback to win a game. Yeah. Now, you give them credit, right? Court, freshman quarterback threw for 439 yards. Yeah. Threw for two touchdowns. Yes, he did. Stat-wise, he did well. But again, it's the little things that matter. And and here's what the stats, within the stats, show you where the game was won. Here's, the, here's what I was telling you earlier, the Trevor Lawrence effect. Yeah. Third down. Clemson was 4 of 15. Mm-hmm. But yet, Quarterback threw for 439 yards. I know. They held they freaking, what's his name, to 28 yards. yards. As an offense, they ran, they ran for 34 yards. Oh, man. As an offense. You can't win games like that. You can't. You cannot win games. And then, again, there was no turnovers. No, the Clemson, Clemson turned interceptions. Well, Clemson turned over three times. Clemson, three fumbles. Yeah, three fumbles, man. They gave it up three so, freaking times. You think about. You know, okay, Trevor Lawrence has an effect on the other team giving them hope. Right. But it also has a negative effect on their own team. Yeah. Think, man, we ain't got Trevor out there today. Yeah. Our boys aren't out there today. And that has a mental fatigue on the team. Right. To it know does. their best player isn't out there with them. Yeah. And you got the whole team looking at this freshman like, Jesus, you're not going to do it. Right. Where's Sunshine? <laughs> Where's, where is he at? Where is he going, man? 
So with them beating him, where do you have the playoff being? What do you have the playoff bracket being now that Notre, now that Clemson, Notre Dame has beat off Clemson? I don't think Clemson falls too much. I think they still stay within the four with the playoffs. But who do you see potentially having a chance to even get into the playoffs um, or potentially losing? You know, because like again, any one of those four top teams can lose at any any week. You know what I mean? So who who stays in? Who gets out? What do you, what do you think, man? Yeah, for me, it's going to be real simple. I think you're going to have two SEC teams, okay. one ACC team, mm. and a Big Ten team. Okay. So for me, I think you're going to have Clemson's going to get in. I think you have Ohio State get in. I also think you're going to get Clemson's going to get in. And then I think you got a toss-up as far as who's that second SEC team that gets in. Florida obviously looks good. They do. But they also got Texas A&M that looks good. I think I think Notre Dame ends up being who they are. Notre Dame at one point or another is going to disappoint you. Right. They're going to they're going to remind us that okay, that's Notre Dame. Yeah. And and you got these four games here upcoming. You got Boston College, North Carolina, Syracuse and Wake Forest. Right. I would not be shocked. Now, I know we talked about it all before the show. Boston College gave Clemson a hard time. Maybe Boston College pulls the upset against Notre Dame this weekend. Maybe. Maybe they do, I man. Know, I, know, I know you love to see it. Oh, God. Who are yours out for? I'm going, I'm going with every team that Notre Dame plays against. <laughs> That's who I'm going with <laughs> to knock off the Irish. I, I definitely think Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama will be in there. That's who I think will be in there. I think it's a toss-up for that fourth one, which I think college board personnel, council, whatever you want to call them, I think they do that on purpose. I think they they put Notre Dame in there, you know, let them hang around four or five or whatever the case may be. You got a great case with Florida having to take that number four spot. I really I really do think they have a great case that they could play in there. You know what I mean? Um, and they played Georgia very well. You know, when they they beat Georgia convincingly. Um, well, I forget what it was, 44 to 21 or 24, something like that. So they yeah, beat him convincingly. It was, 40s, it was 40s versus 20s. Yeah, man. So they handled him convincingly enough to say, hey, we deserve to be in the playoffs. So uh, if one of those teams do go down, yeah, I think Florida jumps in there. So I like Clemson number one to go back. Whenever this is settled out, it's going to be – first of all, the national championship is going to go come back down to Clemson, Alabama. I think that's who Ooh, jumps in there. is that it? I think that's who jumps in there. Some ways, somehow, they're going to have to jump in there. If Ohio State can hang on and, and beat these guys, and maybe, because uh, Justin Fields lit up Clemson last year. He did. He is he one did. freaking route, proper route running throw from being in the national championship. Agreed. Um, uh, last year. So, but I, I do, I, I think, until you, until you knock out Alabama, in my mind, Alabama's in there every year. You know what I mean? Like, there, it's just... Some way, somehow, until until he loses a playoff game, he's going to the national championship just because that's what he's built. Um, so I think it's gonna be that. But I think those are my four. And again, who knows? We don't know who's gonna do that. I know Miami's not gonna jump up there to that to those four games. You know, what I mean, we we don't deserve to be in that bracket whatsoever. We're I'm happy at being number nine right now. You're a year away. Yeah, and then again, we're probably a year or two away. Um, but that's what I think is gonna be in there, man. I think that's gonna I think it's gonna have a a, a good effect of. You know what's going to happen. You know what I mean. Uh, speaking of not knowing what needs, what's going to happen, 
Speaking of something that's not going to, I jumped around a little bit, but speaking of what's going to happen, what about the second divorce of Westbrook and Harden? Oh, boy. Man, why get remarried? Why get married once, remarried to the same person, (laughs) to divorce them twice now? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. In our world, that's expensive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. But, but yeah, rumors, rumors kind of of coming out of Houston here this week is that uh, James Harden wants Westbrook gone. Who would have thought? Two ball hogs that demand the ball to play isolation basketball. Didn't want to play with each other after a season. So weird. I'm not shocked. Yeah, so weird. I, I don't so, know. I, but, what, but going back, like when they first said Westbrook was going to join Harden, bro, like no, everybody said this is not going to work. Right. That We saw what happened to the Thunder, which when you go back and you look at that Thunder team and you're like, man, that Oklahoma Thunder, that team was stacked. You had Ibaka, you had Perkins, you had Harden, you had Westbrook, you had Kevin Durant. Like, bro, that team was stacked. You should have been winning championships. The only thing that screwed them up was Eagles. Yep. Eagles screwed them up. all three of them have them. They sure do. So where does Westbrook go? Who benefits from him? So there's a rumor out there. Oh, boy. The Phoenix Suns. And I, you know what? That's probably not a bad fit for him. That's probably not. I wouldn't. You, you, remember, the Suns, you remember the Suns did I'm good Devontae, in the bubble, though. They did really good. They did. You have a young star in Booker who's upcoming, did well in the playoffs, he in did. the bubble. Yep. And now you want to put him next to a ball hog, 32-year-old <laughs> Russell Westbrook. You need some, some but you, you know, young teams need a leader. They need a leader. Somebody can push them a little sign, bit. If they trade for Westbrook, it's for tickets and money. That is that is all it is a marketing play. I don't think they do, man. They did so well in the bubble. I think the Phoenix Suns fans are like, yo, we need a shot. We were undefeated in the bubble. We should have got a shot to at least try to play in the playoffs. So you were undefeated without him. Yes. And did well. Yeah. Let's see how that progresses. It, it should, right? It shouldn't go down. It can't, right. it can't be Westbrook. That's the problem. You listen. Oh, man. For some reason, OKC trade him away from Oklahoma. Yeah. Now you got Houston one year. They want to trade him away. At some point or another, the player becomes a problem, not it, the organization. Where there's smoke, there is fire. And there's fire here. Now, God. I'm going to go on a limb. Yeah. I'm going to give you a hot take. I'm going to give you an unpopular opinion. <laughs> What's that? If I'm the Rockets, I get rid of both of them. Really? I don't think Houston Rockets will ever win a championship with James Harden at the, on the roster. Oh, man. And that's safe to say, man. I mean, he's not really making his guys better, and he disappears when it's, when it's in the playoff for him. Like, he might win a couple games here and there and look great, but he, he ultimately disappears in that fourth quarter and doesn't really help the team. If I'm wrong, fans, go ahead and hit me up. Tell me I'm wrong. But from watching what happened in the bubble this year, he faded away, and that Rocket team wanted no smoke whatsoever uh, playing in that bubble, like in the playoffs. Like they just going through the motions. They were just ready to go home. You know what I mean? So think about it. He played with Chris Paul, yes. who's a Hall of Fame point guard. Absolutely. Ran him out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Played with Russell Westbrook, who's probably a Hall of Fame 
point guard. Absolutely. That Mr. is a triple-double machine. Yep, Mr. Triple-double. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Yes. He played with Kevin Durant at OKC. Yep. Could make and Westbrook. Yep. Who's Kevin Durant maybe ends up in the Hall of Fame as well. So you're telling me that this guy has played with great talent and yet Western Conference Finals is the best that he's done? Bro, I, I've been saying this I'm for a you. long time. I don't know what the GMs or anybody sees. I don't I don't know what kind of sales pitch is going on. But I'm if I'm a general manager and like, yo, Westbrook's a free agent, we could bring him to Houston. Fucking for what? Why would I want to bring this guy? He's already been a problem. Wasting money. Why would I want to waste my money on somebody like this? You know what I'm saying? Why why go after a guy like that? That's my I, and again, I don't know. And I got Harden who can't get along with, you know, bus drivers anybody. that drive him to the freaking game. He can't get along with anybody. This is going to be a headbutting waiting to happen. And for a while there, we were all convinced they looked really friendly going to baseball games together and having a good time and <laughs> dapping each other up. They look really happy. And then that's how divorce ends, right? Like you're, the marriage looks really good to everybody else. And then when divorce the happens, outside, everything yeah. looks good on the inside. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. You never do the dishes. You never clean up. <laughs> I can't believe your underwear is on the floor again. Now, mind you, that might be some things for me, but again, again <laughs> their conversation probably goes, how come you don't give me the ball? I'm wide open. It's not going to work with these guys. It's just not. Yeah. So this project needs to be stopped. Whoever goes against Westbrook, I think he comes off the bench from now on. I don't think he starts anymore. I don't think you give him your, your team. Wow. Why give this guy his team? He's had two shots already. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're, you're, hey, buddy, you're a triple-double machine. You're doing great, but I don't, I don't. You're going to have to kind of prove to us that you're not going to be a headache or a problem on a team, especially if he goes to a team that's a winning free. Could you imagine Westbrook at L.A.? Could you imagine him being no. a Laker? Like, get the hell out no. of here. No. You think LeBron James is going to put up with that? No way. You know what I mean? He's not going to go to the Brooklyn Nets. He's not going to go back over there with, with, with Durant. He, you know, him and all the stuff he put in the media when he, when he left to go to Golden State, it's not going to happen. Well, I want to take it back for a minute. Here's what the Houston Rockets have realized. What's that? So, who was in the NBA Finals this year? Finals was uh, what Lakers and my Heat. Right, so your Heat. Yeah. The Lakers. What are they both known for doing as a team? Playing good basketball. <laughs> Agreed. But they, they're a passing team. Yeah. Everybody gets they, involved. Yep. They all share the ball. There's no name an individual ego on either team. And I'm using the Lakers as the star-studded, you know, LeBron, AD right. combination and your heat of Jimmy Butler and the crew. <laughs> That's right. exactly what it is. The playoffs, it was Jimmy Butler and the crew. Right. We all learned their names as 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 the playoffs went on. That's winning basketball. Yeah. LeBron LeBron's been the smartest guy for the last 17 years. I agree. Because he's realized in order to win basketball games, we have to be a team. Yeah, he can't do it all himself. Yeah. An individual. Right. Now, there's there's individual moments within a team game that he takes over and does what he does. But the whole 60 minutes can't be played as an individual. I agree. LeBron has figured that out. AD's figured that out. You You think about Steph, Clay. In those years where they ran through mm-hmm. and played well before the injury they both had, because they shared the basketball. 
I do. Yeah. The more touches, the more passes, the better it is. If anything, you know, you and I were talking about this before. That's what hurt Milwaukee was Giannis became this alleged three-point shooter all of a sudden. Yep. And they stopped passing the ball. Yep. Stop trying to work when they, the paint. When, yep. when they won the finals with Kawhi. Yep. Because they passed the ball, they played a team-oriented ball. The Rockets are the opposite of that. They're isolation basketball. Think about the Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks, when they had Carmelo in the good days, they were an isolation team. Right. Get it to Carmelo in the elbow. Let him do one-on-one. Let him do his thing. If he misses, well, we'll live with it. Get back and play defense. Yep. The Knicks are still searching for somebody to come want to play for them now. Oh, I agree with you, man. And that's why I say I don't think Westbrook has – there's a team out there, competitive team. I'm talking about a competitive franchise team that he can go help. He might be able to help the Spurs. You know what I'm saying? There's not that many egos on the Spurs team. But Popperidge is not going to freaking – Papa is not going to put He's up not. with this guy. You know what I mean? Talk about the Spurs. They're the perfect example of team basketball. Absolutely. For, for, for a, on their team. Was it 15 years? A good 15-year run that they had? Absolutely. They made the playoffs every single year. Absolutely. And, and he just, I don't know where he goes. I don't know the def, I don't know what happens with him whatsoever. I know, and, and speaking of individual, you know, and basketball is is a team sport. Another great, the, maybe possibly the greatest ever. That was my Trump impression, by the way. That was what you see how I did that? <laughs> His football. And your Bucks and your Saints. Oh gosh, can we? Uh, let me tell you skip. something. Oh my gosh, skip. In no way, shape, or form am I, am I editing this out. I just, I just came back from drinking all week. Oh my god, <laughs> it's Thursday and they're still scoring out there. Somewhere the Saints are still scoring. Jesus. And somewhere Tom Brady still throwing the ball to the other team, and we still only ran the ball four times the entire game. That includes a knee. Oh my goodness. That includes a knee. George, the game. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this. I, I don't mind. I don't, you know, football teams win and lose. Like, they're going to lose. Football teams lose. Some teams lose really big, and then they come back the next week, and they dominate and kill somebody. And everybody's like, oh, why didn't they do that last week? Styles makes fights. Okay? A style, t- like, the Saints are just geared up to beat the Bucks, no matter how, how many people are on there. The other they're part, heads. Right. And they're all in there. The one thing I've never seen Tom Brady do, even when he was a rookie quarterback for the New England Patriots, I have never seen him roll to his right and launch a football (laughs) across the field to the left and leave it hanging up. I've never seen him even attempt a stupid throw like this. You know what I mean? I don't know if he feels some kind of young vibe going through his body because he sees Holmes doing this. He was calling his inner Mahomes. Oh, God. That's what he was doing. Hang that freaking phone up. Don't lose that number because I've never seen Brady panic like that, man. Um, and to see the Saints have four down linemen just continues to go get him. You know, and and you know, let me let me talk about you Buck fans for a second here. All right. Let me let me let me get on my soapbox here, okay? Oh boy. There's no way you Buck fans in Tampa right now, and this is Raul Luscano telling you this. There's no way. You talk this much shit about how they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and the day they are losing, I've seen I know a million Buck fans throw away the team. Tom Brady is old. We're trash. After one freaking, you guys are now six and three. Shut up! Like this is football, man. This is how it happens. No team is supposed to go out there, put up fifty points, and hold to another team zero 
week in and week out. It's not possible. Down to youth football, uh, JV football, high school ball, and college. It's not meant to be happened. Show a little bit more loyalty to your team and your quarterback. He lost the game. They lost the game. Feel good knowing that this is freaking Tom Brady. He's lost games in New England. Okay? Feel good that this is Tom Brady. He's not going to sit back and just take ass whooping after ass whooping week in and week out. It's just not in his nature. They didn't play up to the game. The game plan wasn't on point. The Saints were all over it. I think they did a rope-a-dope to the, to the Bucks, telling everybody <laughs> that freaking Drew Brees hasn't practiced for three days, and Drew Brees probably did practice every day that week. You don't know. But, guys, show a little bit more loyalty. That's why I don't like whenever COVID's over. That's why I never like going to a Bucks game because I see more of the opposite team than I do the Bucks, And that's a shame, yeah. man. Show a little bit more loyalty. It, it was a bad game. It was a horrible game. You get over it because I'm pretty sure when they're driving in their McLarens and their Lamborghinis, driving <laughs> to their house, I'm sure they're devastated to a 38-0 loss or 38-3 loss. I get, I'm sure when they get to their 12 bedrooms and the six-bedroom full of shoes that Jordan gave them, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're okay. I'm pretty sure they're fine. It, it's going to be yeah. okay. It was, so for me, yeah, it was very depressing to watch that game. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Love, like, the only good thing about it is it was one of the quickest games I've ever watched. <laughs> what do you mean the well. quickest? Well, you because turned off the second if, quarter? If you remember, if you remember that same night, we had a coaches meeting and a player meeting. We did our normal Zoom meeting with the kids at 8 o'clock, and they had our coach meeting at 9. And I had the game on in the background, but I'm presenting, I'm talking to the kids, I'm talking to the coaches. So in a blink of an eye, it's halfway through the, almost almost at halftime. At this point, it's like 20 to nothing. And I'm like, what just happened? And I'm going to tell you what happened. This is one of those situations where a team that – and people forget this, has not won before, is not used to winning these kind of games, got put in this situation, and the lights were too bright. We saw it happen That's a good point. on Thursday night football against the Bears, a game they should have won. If they played again today, they probably destroyed the Bears, but it was Thursday night football, nationally televised game, a game they should have won by a lot, lost by one. Now you're bringing it to another game that they were the favorite. Everybody in America is picking the Bucks to win the Saints. Here's the the handoff of the crown, so to say, that right. the Bucks are going to come back and win the NFC South. And they don't show up because they're not used to it. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb. Here, Friday the 13th, this early morning. The Bucks will play the Saints for a third time this year. In a playoff game? Yes. It'll be in New Orleans. Wow. And the Bucks are going to win. Really? You think so? So, here's a stat that I want you to look up. Oh, definitely. And I'm going to let the viewers look this up, too. When... In 20 years, has Tom Brady lost to the same team three times in a row? 
Has he played a team three times in a row? He usually boosts them out. <laughs> he usually played three times in a row. Because nobody Is in my division ever? plays him three times in a row. We 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 get beat <laughs> when he was with the Patriots. We get beat twice. Maybe no. steal one, but no, nah, it's not consistent. You know what I mean? The Jets. They play the Jets three times a year. They've played the Jets three times. Okay. Um, the Colts. Yeah, those are some good battles. They played the Colts a couple times, and I'm gonna say the Bills. I don't know, man. I just think I think whatever game plan they went in, it clearly did not work. Um, it was pretty cool to see, which I was hoping for. I know you're gonna hate me for saying this. Oh, it was boy. pretty cool to see Jameis Winston in the game with five minutes left in the game, and I'm thinking to myself, Sean Payton is gonna call a deep ball for this guy. <laughs> it, my face was like, oh my god, please. Please let him throw the ball down yeah. the field. And if they score, all so, oh, the trolling was going to begin. So as you were excited to see Jameis, I was also excited to see Jameis because I knew at this point he may throw the ball to the other team. And you might get a pick six. I'm going to get a pick six. That's how we score our first touchdown. <sighs> however, however, how about Jameis not knowing – that when he took his fourth knee, the game is not over, buddy. No, it is crap. no on downs. Yeah, we still get the ball. That was the bad clock management by Sean Payne. Knee. Yeah, that was no, bad. That's on Jameis. Don't blame Sean Payne for that. <laughs> that was on Jameis Winston because he ran out like the game was over. He was running out there like it was over. Now, speaking of Jameis, though, you saw the locker room. When he's uh, dead. Exactly. Oh, my before God. Before they got in the locker room. Before, did you Ultimate see the trolling. Drew Brees interview? No. So, they interview the starting quarterback that played really well in right. the game. Right. And that was Drew Brees, obviously. Right. Jameis Winston shows up in the interview alongside Drew Brees. Oh, God. And I, and I need you to look at me for this. Yeah. Does his little W. No. And he eats it. Which it still goes in history as the worst motivational speech <laughs> yes. by a quarterback in NFL history. It was part two. He does he and he does it. And you see like Drew Brees like looks on like really, bro. This yeah, is why like, they got rid of you, Tampa. This is why they got this rid is my of replacement. You. Jesus. And then and then Jameis is going crazy, celebrating in the locker room. Yeah. But you know, you won the game, sure. But all he did was win a game in the regular season. Like I know it wasn't a playoff game. You, you know, know I mean? him all biting right. that him biting that W, him biting that W <laughs> with Drew Brees, who is who is known to be the, one of the best motivational right. speaker quarterbacks. I mean, have you ever his one, two, three, win, four, three, you know, have you ever heard that that uh Cadence, man, it's freaking amazing. If you ever heard the who that the who that cadence is really good. Yeah, who that who that gonna beat them Saints? Yo, it's great. So when you see this guy pull up the W and say, "Who gonna eat this W with me?" You're like, <laughs> God, Jameis, come on, man, help us. We're trying to we're trying to be there for you, buddy. We're trying to be there for you, but help me help, help you. you. Right, <laughs> Jesus, it's hard to like you, man. It's hard to defend you when you're being stupid. But uh, speaking of NFL, your pickums, man. Let's let's do this real quick. Give them. Stuff like because we're 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 hitting our mark here. We we got to get through. The, All right. So so first, let's recap the week that was. We don't have to recap this. This is embarrassing. The people need to know. The people oh, need to know. God. 
So I'm not proud to say it either. We had a bad week. Oh my god! You went a despicable one and four. Well, that's a very harsh verb, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I looked it up before. I, I have my the source my in my dictionary out today. That's, that's what it looks like. Go ahead. I asked my four year old what was the reward of the week, and that's what she said. Um, <laughs> and I went a respectable two and three. Now, why does that matter? For the year, Raul. Lescano is now 12 and 13. Let's, you are below 500, my friend. First of all, let's be honest here, okay? Let's let's talk about that real quick. Let's let's touch on that. In no way, shape, or form, in no way, shape, or form, did we think... Are you trying to justify your losses right now? Absolutely. No way that you okay. think or I think Indiana was going to beat Michigan. That's why we had to talk about Jim Harbaugh today. In his yeah. stuff, no way Notre Dame in second overtime was supposed to beat Clemson. Uh, who else? The Bills and Seahawks is a toss-up because Bills have a good defense. But again, I went, I went with the MVP candidate, Russell Wilson, who, by the way, if you haven't noticed, never freaking fumbles the ball, by the way. And then I jumped on the Bucks wagon it. for one weekend, and I get screwed over. And that's why we lost, because of you. So I think you guys lost because what Tom you said, Brady. they moved the game to 7 o'clock instead of the 4 o'clock game that you're <laughs> supposed to play. And you guys aren't good under the lights. So if the Super Bowl is played between 12 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we're good. Yeah, you're fine. You're good to go with Wait, that By one. the way, did you see uh, The Weeknd is uh, presenting? They're the halftime show now. Oh, okay. At the Super Bowl. We got The Weeknd coming down south, down to Tampa here. Yeah, we'll talk about that soon. I, You know, I... I I really enjoy Bruno Mars. I have no idea why, but it's always entertaining to watch him at the halftime show. A lot of people don't like him, but I like him. Yeah, we, we probably just lost fans on that comment. People just hit unsubscribe to our podcast. <laughs> My baby girl and I love Bruno Mars, man. Yeah. Love okay. that guy. All right, so this week's pickums. Yeah. Who do we got? What are the teams? So for college football, we have My Miami Hurricanes versus Virginia Tech. Oh, I'll let the you game. go first because I know, I know where you're going. I, I'm going with my home team. I'm going with the Miami Hurricanes. I am I am a D, D. Eric King fan for life. Win or lose, I'm I'm with him. I, I like us to beat uh, Virginia Tech by 14. All right. So if you recall, last Friday night after our Jefferson victory, I we did. were at our fair place. Yes. And we we watched the end of this Miami NC State game. Yes. Where they came back to win. Yes. Virginia Tech is going to beat the brakes off of them. No, no way. They got exposed last week. Nope. They're due. They're due for a underperforming game. It's been it's been coming, right? They lost to Clemson, which everybody expected. Then Pittsburgh, which always seems to give them trouble. They they just kind of, kind of squeak by and beat them by twelve. And then a five point game against Virginia. And then a three-point win against NC State. These wins get smaller. <laughs> I think this is a week at Virginia Tech. Hostile environment. Here's what they lose. Virginia Tech's going to win. Next next game, please. Nice. Okay. We're going to see that one. Oregon versus Washington State. I always enjoy these games. It's always a shootout. I love watching uh, uh, Mike Leach's Washington State just air raid the sh- crap out of teams. Uh, so, I like, I like Washington State over Oregon. Man, it's going to be, it's going to be close. an interesting week. Yeah. I'm going Oregon. Yeah, this is a toss-up. I love I love Oregon's offense. Yeah. They they beat them last year by two. Right. This year it's in Washington State. I see why you picked Washington State. I, the home. But I, I, I like the Ducks, man. I, I like the tempo they play with. 
I like their speed and I like their jerseys. <laughs> I like their jerseys. Nothing wrong with that. Home of Nike. Uh, we got Iowa versus Minnesota. PJ Fleck and the boys. Oh boy. 80 20, guys. Um, 80 20. And, that, and that's tonight. This game, oh, that's going to be going on while Friday we're playing night game. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our, it's tonight. Our high school. Football game that'll be played tonight. So who do you got in this in this? Uh, I am not going to fray away. I'm not going to be unloyal to the man, the myth, the legend that is PJ Fleck. Uh, I'm gonna go with Minnesota, man. This may be the week you come back if this proves to be right. Because <laughs> I'm picking against you again. Yeah, I got Iowa win this game on the road. You going with Belton, huh? Dane Belton yeah, over there. Man. I, I saw that guy. I saw the young man play. Again, they played last he's, Friday he's night too. Uh, while we watched Miami, yeah. Iowa's game was being played on right next to him. He looked great. He looks like a Palomalu type kid, right? He does, man. God. The guy looks like an NFL player. He does, man. And now you're making me rethink that. But no, I'm, I'm going to stick with PJ. I like PJ. I hope he puts in the work and does the how and, you know, we roll the boat. I love that guy. Moving to NFL, man. Some good matchups. What do you think? We got Rams versus Seahawks. Who do you got, man? Oh, man, the Rams are at home. You know, they're coming off. They're coming off of a of a bye week. So they're, they're rested up. You just had the Seahawks in a grueling loss to the Bills. We talked about earlier in the show. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady doesn't lose two games in a row. I don't know how many times Russell Wilson has either. Right. I'm going Russell Wilson here on the yeah. road. I'm picking a lot of road games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson as well, man. I, I I like the Seahawks, DK Metcalf. I think they don't. I think they don't go back to back losses. Uh, Rams are playing really nice. Golf is doing his thing. So is uh, Aaron uh, Donald. Aaron Donald. I, I think he's playing just freaking lights out. He might be defensive player of the year, but I'm gonna stick with the Seahawks. I like them a lot, man. The next game we have um, <laughs> is your Bucks versus the Panthers. Bucks, of course. Bounce back. He doesn't lose twice, man. And you know, everything in my gut says do not go with Panthers. So I'm gonna ride with you on this and, one. And Chris McCaffrey's not playing. He's not playing, which that's that's my main reason. That's, that's um, another big thing. Actually. Yeah, yeah, Mike Davis get another start right. for the for Chris McCaffrey. I think that makes a difference. I do too, man. I do too. It's gonna be good. We have uh, also the Monday night game. Well, before we get to Monday night, let me let me do the toilet bowl game. We have the toilet, toilet bowl, bowl game. Which I know Tyler Mooney, a coach over at Jefferson, he's not going to like this very much. Well, him and Joey. Yeah. Him and Joey. Yeah, they're not going to like this. We got Eagles versus the Giants, man. Who do you, who do you who have? You? I'm going to let you go first. Bro, this is, this is literally like, you know, who ate chili and who ate tacos. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll stick with the Eagles just because I like wins. Um, you like wins? I just like how tough he is knowing week in and week out that he's going to get his – I mean – Bro, this dude takes a lot he's, of hits. He's he. If there was a Jameis clone, he'd be, he'd called, be Jameis. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be Wentz. That's easily said. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. I, I I think I think they pull it out. I'm gonna go with the Giants here. Okay. I think Tyler. I've been talking a lot to Tyler <laughs> and Joey. Confident, right? They're confident. They're confident in it. Again, two and seven, three and five. What does it matter? Right. It's a totally bull game. Uh, but I will say this about these Giants. They've lost all their games by six points. They have one loss of six points or more. Yeah. The rest of them have been by three points or less. That's not bad. They just got to learn how to finish. So 
coming off of a of a hard fought game against the Washington football team, which they lost by three. I think they come back here and get a get a win against the Eagles at home. I'm taking the Giants. Bet. Okay, I got you down. Last game is the is the Monday night football game. You got the Minnesota Vikings versus Chicago Bears. Old rivalry goes dates back to nineteen oh six or seven or whatever it is when the when it was just three teams, the Packers, Minnesota, and the Bears. So who do you got, Minnesota or the Bears? So if this game was being played in Minnesota, I may have taken the Bears. Oh wow. Because this game is being played in Chicago, Windy City, it's gonna be cold. I'm taking the best running team in football, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I agree with you too, man. And I, I like my guy Mike Fury, wide receiver coach over at Chicago Bears, been on the show, been we know we did zooms with him. Great guy. I don't know if I don't running the football is gonna slow down that game a lot. I agree. And David Montgomery is not projected to play. He's yep. in a concussion protocol for the Bears. Yep. He may not play. Allen Robinson's been balling out this year. But side note, did you know that now Nick Foles has played the same amount of games as Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> okay. And Mitch Trubisky has a better win percentage and better stats than Nick Foles does. Yeah, Nick Foles needs the run game. He needs a running game. And he doesn't have one. So for yep. those reasons, I'm I'm going with the Vikings and, and Dalvin Dalvin Cook, man. That guy's a bad <laughs> man. What a freaking load that guy is, man. That dude I like is Justin stuff. Jefferson to blow up. Yeah, I do too, man. I, I'm gonna take Minnesota as well. I like them. You you hit something on there for me was the run game. It was I think it's gonna be beautiful. Hey, real quick, George, we, we only got a couple minutes left here in the show, man. Your fantasy football. Um thank you for the advice last week, by the way. Like that, it saved a lot of teams. The only person that did not perform was Gros Gorkowski. <laughs> was he's the only yeah. one that didn't do nothing one for us. One catch or two yards, man. Yeah, that man. Was disappointing. Well, it was a bad night for all of them, you know. Uh, but again, fantasy football, real quick, if you could run it down. We, we got about seven minutes. Go ahead and, and run us down with fantasy football. Who do you love? Who should they start? Who should be benched? Because, like you said, you, you, have, you just have a knack for all this, man. So let us know what you got. Yeah, so we're going to run through this real quick. And again, I'm going to give you guys to start. If you're debating one over the other, definitely take this guy over that. Uh, This week, you have Ben Roethlisberger coming off of a nice game against the Dallas Can't Cover Nobody Cowboys. He gets a juicy matchup here against the Cincinnati Bengals, who seem to be playing for the top pick again this year. Uh, He's coming back from COVID. If you're debating between him, and I'm going to throw him out there, and, and Raul's going to look at me like I'm crazy when I say this to him. If you got Lamar Jackson and you got Ben Roethlisberger, I'm playing Ben Roethlisberger this week over Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's a safe bet. That's whoever gets you the numbers. That's not a, that's not a bad call. You got, you got Lamar going against Bill Belichick this week. He always seems to scheme well against Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't like that matchup there, so I'm kind of staying away from Lamar. Head over to our running backs, and this is a mess. You got Miles Sanders coming back from injury for the first time in a while. You have Chris Carson potentially coming back. You got Nick Chubb coming back from IR. You got McCaffrey back on the injury reserve. David Montgomery is in concussion protocol, so there's a a lot of movement this week. The guys I'm gonna stay away from is anybody the place for the 49ers? Tevin Coleman, Missick, 
whoever it is, you stay away from any running back or receiver, and that includes Richie James, who had a ball out week last week. I receiver. we're talking about him in a second. Stay away from him. Now, instead, who do I like? All right, I like Nate Chubb coming back from being on the IR. He's been practicing all week without a knee brace. I think he's a viable play this week as well. And then the guy, he's playing against Green Bay, which, again, we normally don't like teams going against Green Bay, but James Robinson over in Jacksonville has been doing well. Um, he's had at least 15 points in the last six of the eight weeks. He's been balling out. Definitely got to, to think about plugging in your lineup if you're debating anything. Now we hit over the receivers. All right, and the receivers, again, I told you earlier, I didn't like Chicago Bears. I'm staying away from Allen Robinson. If I got another option, I'm playing him. Also, as well as the Saints played last week, Michael Thomas wasn't really a factor. Five no, catches. He, yeah, he was 50 yards, 38 points scored, nothing crazy here. I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering his usage. The one guy I'm staying away from is Juju Smith Schuster. Mm. That's a good pick. He came on the scene last week for the first time, but he's been underperforming most of the year. I know you're like, oh, well, you just talked about, you know, Roethlisberger and, and that matchup against the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I like Claypool in that situation. I like Deontay Johnson. I like James Conner. I don't like Juju. Juju, in these kind of games that they should win by a lot, he seems to disappear. Right. Uh, I think there's one situation that he does. A guy that I love, and again, he's ranked pretty low. He's playing against the Raiders, is Jared Judy of the Broncos. Coming off of a 125 seven catch touchdown game last week, I see a repeat performance from Jared Judy this week. Yeah, he balled, man. That, that, it, he surprised me on that one. Yeah, and I think he does it week two. A sleeper. If if you're trying to get somebody in, you're not sure where to go get them from. You're not sure what to do. I think Antonio Brown plays well this week. He looked good, man. He looked really good against the Saints. He did. I I think now week two, usually that week two is that blow-up week for a receiver. I think he does well this week um, against, against the Panthers in Carolina. Good weather. I think he does well. Uh, another guy, so now we move over to tight ends. And, and again, I'm going to give you guys to think about starting that maybe others aren't really thinking about starting. You got Robert Tonan. He's a tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Had a bad week last week. He went one for five um, for only 1.5 total points, but he scored at least 10 points in four of the six weeks he's played in. He's done really, really well. Aaron Rodgers seems to like their tight ends more. They don't have another receiver to throw the ball to besides Deontay Adams. Uh, Lazar comes back from IR this week, so I think it opens up more lanes for him. I think he ends up being a easy top 10 play at that position. And then another another tight end, and you know this name. If you played fantasy football for a couple of years, this, game, this name is not new to you. Mm-hmm. But, again, he's coming back on the scene. Jordan Reed, tight end for the 49ers. Yeah. Kittle is on the IR. Last week, a modest one catch for three yards. Didn't play a whole lot. Again, they're kind of easing him back into it. Only played 13 offensive snaps. 
This week is a week they ramp it up. He was on the IR for a long time with a knee injury. They want to slow him in. They don't have many weapons. They can't run the ball. They don't have anyone to throw the ball. They're on. They're down to their second quarterback. Usually, when you get down to the depth chart this deep, tight ends become their favorite best friend. Yep. I see Jordan Reed having a six-catch, 90-yard touchdown type of game. Mm. If you need a tight end to plug and play, especially for you guys out there that own Kelsey out there this week, Chiefs are on a bye week. It's a good plug and play. He's available in a ton of leagues that are out there. Raul, what are your thoughts? Listen, man, again, week in and week out, you give me all these advice. I write all this stuff down. I tried asking guys for trades. They laugh at me with emojis. You know what I'm saying? So I think everything's really good, man. I think all that stuff that you say about fantasy football, I think everybody needs to start listening to because like you told me before the show, four leagues and you're winning all of them. I think your worst record is six and three, which is still pretty good. So, if these that's guys only with the OTC fans, I'm six and three now. OTC fans because they right. listen to the show and they're using it against me. Oh, they have to be. They have to be. Uh, but it's smart picks, man. It's smart number. It's a numbers thing. That's what people don't understand about fantasy football. They go with their heart. They go with their love, and it, you can't really. You got to go with the numbers. You're a numbers guy, man. So to prove that to you. Yeah, to prove that to you, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a fun fact. We need one. I have, I have four leagues, like I told you earlier. Four leagues. Let's let's call it forty players. I have zero Buccaneers on my team. And and Buccaneer fans in their fantasy and league have everybody on there. Yeah, and I'm a diehard Bucks fan. Yeah, it's and all I have numbers none on my team because the. Numbers say you don't do it with so many weapons. So much they're gonna spread the ball around. There's not really a guy there in Tampa right now. Right. It's hard. It's hard to really pinpoint it. And it's fancy football one on one, man. You can't do it with your heart. You gotta do it with your brain. Exactly, man. So I think it's all good, man. I really do. Hey, George, man. With that said, that is all the time we got for this week, man. Of on the clock. Thank you again for your advice. Thanks for sitting with me and, and, and rapping with me and talking to me about a little sports. Shout out to FanStreamSports.com. JP, thank you guys so much. Uh, Mr. El Capitan, El Bushman, uh, talking a little <laughs> crap in there earlier today. Thank you for him and his guys um, and Ruth the Truth. So I, I, I'm having a lot of fun, man. I can't wait to see you uh, later on tonight when we go play based on high school, man. You be safe. Everybody out there, wear a mask. Take care of your families. Uh, we'll see you soon, okay? Yeah, man, it was a great show. I can't wait till we do it again next week. Good luck to our J-Boys taking on the TikTok boys tonight, 7.30 at Jefferson. If you're bored, get nothing to do on a Friday night. Come take those boys out, man. They're, they do a good job. They love each other. And they, they play some pretty darn good football. If you enjoyed today's podcast, hit subscribe and follow that we get notified about the show. You can join the debate. It gets pretty heated, and it's a lot of fun on Facebook. Search On The Clock Sports Talk on Facebook, on IG. You can find us on Twitter by simply searching On The Clock Radio. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.